Doctor, this one here. He has not been doing it. That's why I didn't know where to put it. Afar. See where it is put. So, next time. God has shown us so distinctly that if there's anything we desire most in our life, it should be the gift of the Spirit. Very, very affirmative. Every one of you who have been under this teaching forever in your life, you'll never forget this. The second thing is this. The most effective gift that God has given Christians is prophecy. We have seen that in the Old Testament and with the New Testament. But the amazing thing is this. Everybody that is born again can do, they can prophesy. That is the greatest mystery. If there is anything that I will say that the Holy Spirit made me understand more than ever I've been teaching, is the fact that God's heart is so much for you to prophesy. And I can begin to think about that, which I've never for 28 years in this church. I've done whole, you know, this convention again and again, but I've never come into this realm. When I thought about it really, I found out that the Bible is true. Because everything God has for you is mystery. You don't know it. I just went to pray for someone who turned 60. That's why I'm late. Because I have to drive from Midstone to come here. I have to go to Midstone after service, you know, to go and pray, pray for him. You know. But if you look at this, your tomorrow, you don't know it. Nobody can tell me here when he wakes up in the morning tomorrow what will happen. But someone can tell. He is God. If enemies will surround you tomorrow and try to destroy your intention, God knows it. Okay? Every demon set against you, he knows them. He knows those who behind you are invoking against you. He knows that he saw them. Okay? But then he knows his plan for you. And he knows what Satan can do to hinder it. So if God knows it, and you don't know it, no wonder many times we enter blunders. But the heart of God is for you and I to know. So that God can reveal to you that tomorrow we were in, um, we were in um, um, uh, Pastor Derek's church yesterday. And the great four tower that burned down, just the Sunday before it, Pastor told the wife a day before he told the wife God said something will happen you know something will happen that that will change the face of the church something is about to happen that will change the face of the church the following day Grace Tower burned down but let me tell you this we were in on the high sea when that tragedy happened, we watched their church on television, national television. I've been in that meeting, and God gave me prophecy for them. And one of the prophecies God gave to them is that the work God is going to do here will be known in this country. And God spoke about how He will through that church reach the whole of the nation. He told, spoke about, you know, the glory that is coming upon the church. But year after year, I see myself, what is going on? Their church is so small. But a day before, God spoke by prophecy to pastor. And following day, they were on the map. 
every big organization like Sainsbury's that sell things like, um, you know, um, Lido, every one of them, uh, they were bringing blessing to them. When they said they needed a gazebo, the company that manufactured gazebo just filled the whole place with gazebo free of charge. And they gave them the best. Somebody came and said, oh, you are having all these clothes coming to you. You don't have, uh, your store is bad. He called Lido or uh, the home base. Home base said, oh, tomorrow we'll give you all the stores you need. And they brought brand new stores and they put it there. Formerly, if they have to go to those organizations, they have to pay for it. But what happened was that after the fire happened, they went and they found their church in the center of it. All Muslims were passing through who were affected with the fire. They were coming to church to find solace. It was in the church they had food, they had clothing. And so the church took care of them. And everybody went out of their way to take care of those people. And because they were doing that, not expecting anything, of course... God now began to call the attention of the authorities. All the charities that God, government gave money to help the Grenfell Tower people, they, 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 they wasted the money. They never delivered. And this church was not given the time. And so when the organization saw that these people are doing the good work of God, they decided to bless. They gave them brand new clothes. He said their church is a store. They have so many clothes, they don't know what to do with it. And some of those victims slept there in the church. And some people joined the church by that. Prophecy. So, prophecy, I understand why it's so paramount to God's heart. Alright? Because if you can prophesy, you can know tomorrow. You can know the plans of God so that you can walk towards it. You can know the plans of the devil so that you can hinder it. And this is what you receive anointing for today. What are the three senses of prophetic? First Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. So, verse 10 says, But God has revealed it to us by the Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even deep things of God. Now, if you look at this scripture, therefore, he's saying to us that there are three dimensions, three parts of our being by which the Spirit reveals. Eyes can see. Ears can hear. Mind can conceive. Those are three spiritual acumen. They are the three uh, organs of your spirit by which revelation comes. Yes? yes I'm sure that those of you who are conversant Bible students, you begin to have many scriptures come to your head. But if we look at verse 11, it says, For who among men know the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? Watch this. In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So, the first thing you want to write down is this. The three spiritual senses. Eye, ear, and mind. Write it down. Eye. 
eye, ear, and mind. Look at the book of Daniel, chapter 2. In the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His mind was troubled, and he had no sleep. So the king summoned the magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers to tell him what he had dreamed. When they came in and stood before the king, he said to them, I have had dreams that troubled me, and I want to know what it means. Then the soldiers answered the king, O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dreams, and we will interpret it. The king replied to the astrologers, there is no, there is, this is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me what my dreams was, and interpret it, I will have you cut into pieces, and your houses turned into piles of rubbles. But if you tell me the dream and explain it, you will receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. So tell me the dreams and interpret it for me. Once more, they replied, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will interpret it. The king, then the king answered, I am certain that you are trying to buy to gain time. Because you realize that this is what I have firmly decided. If you do not tell me the dream, this is just one, there is just one penalty for you. You have conspired to tell me misleading and wicked things. Hoping the situation will change. So then, tell me the dreams, the dream, and I will, I will know that you can interpret it for me. Now, from this scripture, I will say to you that if anybody tells you that he can interpret dream, that person must tell you his dream. Do you understand me? Anybody who reads this scripture and you didn't ask someone who says he can interpret dream, you didn't ask him for your dream, you are just fooled yourself. Because this godless king understands principle. That if you go to the king and say, I have the gift to interpret dream, you say, okay, tell me my dream first. If you can't tell me my dream, you are a liar. And now, the astrologers answered the king, There is not a man I, on earth who can do what the king asks. We are talking about mind here, mind you. No king, however great or mighty, have ever asked such thing from any magician or enchanted astrologer. What the king has asked is too difficult. No one can reveal it to the king except the gods. And they do not live among men. Okay, let me just read it further. This made the king so angry and furious 
that he ordered the execution of all the wise men of Babylon. That's all the magicians. So, the decree was issued to put the wise men to death. And men went, uh, men were sent to look for who? Daniel and his friends to put them to death. Because Daniel and his friends were one of the wise men. But the rest of the wise men are magicians. When Ariel, the commander of the king's guard, had gone out to put to death the wise men of Babylon, Daniel spoke to him with wisdom and tact. He asked the king's officer, why did the king issue such a decree? This tells us that Daniel was not there. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not there when the king was challenging them. All right. Ariot then explained the matter to Daniel. At this, Daniel went in to the king. Watch this. The grace you receive tonight will work for you. Look, I want you to understand this. This is the procedure now. This man had not seen anything. And he went to the king to put his line on the stage. Because he has full confidence in the God. I anointed you today. Don't think it is just empty hand and empty head. No. This week before you, before your eyes, the Lord visited me. No, I'm telling you, not praying. You, you, I gave you testimonies. Did I not tell you about somebody who was talking with, with me and telling me his dream? And I went to his dream and I began to see the dream. Did I not tell you this week? And I told him the dream he had. This week. Really, when he was describing the man he saw to me, he missed details. And I said, stop. That person, this is how he looks. This is what is on the person. This is what is holding his hand, in her hand. And he said, yes, 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 because he had told his wife before. Are you with me now? So if I lay hands on you, something has come upon you. Amen. What is in me is now in you. Amen. Okay? He was bold. He went to the king. Now look at what he says. Then Daniel returned to, the, to his house and explained the matter to his friends. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now he urged them to plead for mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery. So that he and his friends might not be executed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. During the night, watch number 19. What did he say? Hold it now. This is where you are going. When God reveals something to you now, what do you do? You thank Him. Understand that if you see, it doesn't make you anything. It doesn't make you superior or different to others. It's just an advantage that you have. Alright? If you are able to see. Remember, you must not charge anybody for the gift of God. You do that, Satan will take you over. And you will be operating but under the demonic powers. Because you cannot earn from what you did not work for. Okay? I love this so much. This is the mystery about prophecy. During the night, the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Now, let us see which part of Daniel received the mystery. When you are having a dream, look, say this after me. I am a spirit. I live in the body. And I have a mind or a soul. 
Okay? So which part of your body, when you dream, is it your body that is dreaming? Is it your spirit that is dreaming? Is it your mind that is dreaming? Which we refer to as soul. Let me show you here. So during the night, God revealed to in a vision. Okay? But it was in the night. Then Daniel prayed God of heaven. Let's go further. Verse 24. Then Daniel went to Ariot, whom the king had appointed to execute the wise men of Babylon, and said to him, Do not execute the wise men of Babylon. Take me to the king, and I will interpret his dream for him. Only one night prayer. He didn't have time to fast. He just prayed one night. But he battled until he fell asleep. And the moment he hit his bed, the Lord revealed to him. Okay. Verse 25 says, Ariot took Daniel to the king at once and said, I have found a man among the exiles, a refugee from Judah, who can tell the king what his dream means. The king asked Daniel also called Belshazzar. Belshazzar, are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream? And interpret it. Hear Daniel now. Shall we read it together? Daniel replied, No wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can explain to the king the mystery. All glory must be to the Lord. For he is worthy of our praise. No man on earth should give glory to himself, for the glory must be to the Lord. You see what he said here? Though he has seen it, and yet he gave the one who is the revealer of mystery the glory. He didn't say that, yes, sir, uh, uh, king. He says, that I replied, no wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he asked about. But there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries through what? Vision. Yes? You start to see vision from now. But when I say vision, here it's talking about vision as in dreams. Vision in a dream. So he said, He has shown King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the days to come. Now look at what he said. Let's read it from that, your dream. So, when I said anoint your mind, to open. You understand now? Yes, Dreams occur in the mind of man. That's all. You are a spirit, you live in the body, you have a mind. That's your soul. Anytime you have dream, it is your mind. No, this is not your spirit. Your spirit is not involved. So when God reveals dreams in the night, it is your mind he's talking to. Okay? Know this very well. If you have this fact, because I'm not talking much tonight, we have done enough. If you have, you know, real facts of matter, it's easy to solve. 
People don't know, many people don't know that when you are dreaming, it is your mind. That's the reason why, you know, when you look into talking about, you've talked about this social media and all stuff like that, Satan is invading it to pollute mind of youth especially, so that he will occupy their mind in dreams. And the generation of youths who are abused by that, who Satan deceived by that, they become useless. Yes, they become useless. And many already, already are. They are not having therapy for it. They are just wasting their time. Government is wasting its time. There is no therapy. The guys need deliverance full stop. And the deliverance I'm talking about, not that somebody praying for them for three days. You know, deliverance is not praying for many days. Yes? Uh-huh. You had the testimony on Friday. The brother who was oppressed. Okay? If you remember that testimony very well, I'll remind you. I was ministering to you. And the presence of God was here, and some were missing. And I said, bring wh- whoever is outside this building, call them inside here. I call for my wife. When God is present, I don't want anyone to miss it among you. Okay? Because God does not come and then your matter remains. No, it's not possible. But the spirit that tormented him have driven him out. And it was for his sake. Because... Mommy was sitting in the congregation because she wasn't here. That's why I screamed for her. And he told me, oh, she's there. But he went out. But when I ministered, the power hit him there. And the spirit manifested and came out of him. But people who were around him didn't know that. So when they finished, he came to me and told me this, the situation I always plunge my, I always find myself in. And I looked at him and I smiled. I said, were you in this building? He said, he said yes. They haven't taken you out of this building. Oh, you have been delivered. The Bible says he sent his word. He didn't say he sent complaint. He didn't say he sent his fasting. And I told him, you are healed. Don't worry. You know, he believed. But for comfort... Let me lay hands on you, Father. Thank you for healing him. Go. That is the end of that matter. I was preaching in Lagos one day. They brought a boy into my meeting who gnashes his teeth and goes, mm, 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 mm. that's what he does. And he was a boy of 18. He was on wheelchair, push chair. He pulls, he wheezes, they put nappy for him at 18. And he'll be grunging. You'll be hearing grinding sounds and grumbling inside him, his body. They brought the boy straight to my meeting. And God showed me the destiny of the boy, which I prophesied over him. How can you tell a boy that looks useless? A destiny. Let me help you understand. God didn't create him like that. So God created destiny for him. So when a prophet comes in, he did not see what he is, he saw what he will become. And the parents are saying that we want him to be healed. If God said he's going to use this boy, common sense tells you that he will be healed. Okay, for your comfort, Satan, come out of him in the name of Jesus. I said, take him home. I anointed him. Take him home. That night, the mother got home. The boy was put on the floor. Uh, on the uh, place that they put him. And the mother was sweeping. And suddenly, there was like a rattling behind her. When she looked back, the power of God hit that boy and threw him up. And something moved in the boy's vibrating. Is the woman who told the story. And it said like a wind. Vroom! 
came out of him and slammed the door. The boy was on the floor. When the boy came up, he was working perfectly. Last, last, this year, we went to India. Doctor, you remember. Because doctor was there, another, they brought the boy paralyzed, the legs were dangling like this. As I touched the leg, it started to vibrate. What I'm saying this to, what I'm saying to you here is this. Your faith in God must not rely upon who you are, what you know, but upon what God is. Prophetic need faith that is solid. Deliverance shouldn't be stressful and sweaty. I would gather now. So, prophecy, visions, has its root in your mind. So, that takes me to one more thing. There are three voices that speak to man. The voice of God, satanic voices, and the the voice of the man. That is your spirit, the spirit of God, and demonic spirits. They are the three spirits that speak to human beings. And all these spirits speak to your mind. And what they speak to your mind when you utter them, those are mysteries revealed. But when God is speaking, that is prophecy. Satanic spirit will speak things that will cause evil spirit to afflict people. And I've shown you in that, Daniel, that Daniel had been... If you read the book of Chronicles, the Bible says, And God appeared to Solomon in the night in a dream. You know, when God appeared to Solomon and asked Solomon, What do you ask me anything? It was in his dream he dreamt. God didn't physically stand before him and he's talking to God. No, he dreamt. The Bible tells you so. So, but the Bible says that... It refers to Solomon that in his mind... He had a vision of the night in his dream. Do you understand? So your mind today, by the anointing you receive, has been cleansed. So that you can't have nightmares anymore. Everybody who has nightmares, demons are the ones speaking to your mind, dream. When you have revelation and encounters, it is the Spirit of God speaking to your mind in your dream. So it is your mind that is battled. A Christian who has nightmare does not need deliverance. You only need to read Bible well, and that will stop. Because your mind is weak, that's why evil spirit can speak into it. And you read the Bible, it's medicine for the mind. It heals your mind. All those scriptures I give you to read in the morning, the night, three chapters, is easy. But yes, some cannot cope with it. Do you see how it is? But we have to break ourselves of that. When you read the Bible, it is medicine. The area of the being, the medicine hill, is the mind. And your mind controls your body. I would gather now. So, three voices speak to man. The spirit of God, spirit of demons, and spirit of, of the man. And in the book of 1 Corinthians 2, 11, I read it to you. For who among you know the thoughts of man except the man's spirit? Yes. So it says, the spirit of man speaks to his thoughts. Yes. Come on now. Did you see that? Instead of thought, put the mind. Because your thought is in your mind, isn't it? So who knows the thought of a man except the spirit of man? And this is evidence that man's spirit, your own spirit, suggests to your mind before you take action. Yes? Correct? Come on now, say amen. 
Second thing, what did he say? Let's read together. For who among men, read it from the beginning. Stop. So, your spirit is the one that instructs your thoughts, which is your mind. Yes? Read on then. So, it is the thought of God, it is the Holy Spirit that speaks to God's mind. Yes? Okay. Now we know that what the Spirit of God is telling God in his mind about you is mystery. Do you get it now? If you look at that scripture, therefore, verse 12 says, what? Shall we read it together? Start now, it tells you about a bridge. Your spirit is the one that speaks to your mind. The spirit of God speaks to God. And God gave you that spirit that speaks to him. So that you may know what the spirit is telling him. Did you see that? Are we in agreement? Yes. Yes. So, anyone born again can understand God. Yes. But if you look at the previous verse before it. It says, verse 9, No eye has seen, which is spiritual eyes, no ear has heard, no man has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed it to us by his Spirit. So the revelation comes by the Holy Spirit. And prophetic is revelation. Vision is part of prophetic. Dreams is part of prophetic. Open vision. When we see an open vision now, as I'm so, I can, I'm, I'm looking and I see another scene uh, around you, okay? But you are not seeing it. Because you can see it, or if you see that, I can see it, that is the evidence that it's not physicalized that you're operating when you are seeing that. So, which means that it is something that is mystery about you, which is your mind. Yes? Your mind is seeing it. Now, why? Because God speaks to human mind. The Holy Spirit of God addresses human mind. And so if he chooses to give you a thought now, I cannot know what you are thinking. That's how he can also open the eyes of your mind to see something which I cannot see. And you are the only one seeing this. You are telling me what you are seeing. That oh, I can see this, and I can see that, and I can see this. And this person said this to this person, and that one is saying that this will happen at this and such and such. And you are the only one who is, here, who is seeing, who is hearing, and telling all of us. Because... Holy Spirit speaks to your mind. Same thing, if a person is mad here and is seeing demons all over the place and screaming, only him sees it. Others can't see because those evil spirits are speaking to his mind. And he'll be saying the things he saw. I will together now. So, understanding here now, the reason why you and I can understand is because the spirit that is instructing the thought of God is the same spirit that lives inside us. So, when the time comes for the Father to reveal a mystery in his own mind to you, the Holy Spirit of God in him will take that mystery and reveal it to you. And he can choose and pick who he speak to at any time. Now, this is where the church becomes greatest. When everybody in the church, or most people in the church, have the access to understand the Spirit and tell others. So, I see in part. I can't see whole. No matter how prophet I am, I cannot prophesy everything in this world. 
I will only see a chamber. If you can see your own part, and you can see your own part, you can see your own part, you can see your own part. All of us will say something, and those things we are saying will become a whole vision. That's the reason why when Christians are not able to see, we rob ourselves greatly. And understand this also that you read it in First Corinthians chapter four, twelve, that this, the gift is to profit others. So while I can see about you, I seldom see about myself. Physician, heal thyself, because the gift is not for me; it's for others. But God, in His mercy, sometimes will just talk to me about me. You know, I have a hard time telling God that. Why are you telling me about people? Say something about me. After I, 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 I prayed and prayed and prayed, I want to know. The fact is that the Spirit of God asked me, what do I want to know? There is nothing I want to know. I'm not really serious. <laughs> That's if I don't have anything I want to know. I don't have anything I want to know. If I want to know at all, I'll be very serious. And if I now go to God at this, what is happening I want to know? He will reveal to me. He says to me that the people he's bringing to me, to, that I, he reveals things to, to me about them, they have needs. What is my need? What do, we, what do you want? Nothing. Nothing. So, if you have a gift, that gift will quickly function when people have need for it. Because the gift is to profit other people. So, if the person that you profit now also operates the same gift, he will be able to see parts in your life and he will replicate. So, I water you, you water me. Do you get it now? But understand, three senses, eyes, ear, and mind. Five minutes, I'll be over with you. So, if you look at um, the satanic spirit, that is where, you know, Pastor, what God gave Pastor Tyo, who was discussing with you from Second Peter, we'll look at that now. But, Satanic spirit is not for you. It's for you to understand false prophets. Because what Paul was saying there, he was saying those things before he taught them about false teachers and false prophets. In that Peter, we'll look at that now to finish it. The satanic spirit speaks to human mind. But you see, a person called by God can end up being instructed by demonic spirits. Jeremiah will look at that, isn't it? He said because the prophet became godless and they became sinful. So, the Holy Spirit departed, and the spirit of Baal took them over. That has happened to many ministers in the world today. You see, they have started well, but now, you know, sin is legitimized, and they can commit sin anyhow. They can sleep with anybody, commit adultery, live a lie and stuff, and say to you that grace covers it. And they are still working miracles. They are still prophesying. They are prophesying with Baal. Jeremiah 23, verse 13, write it very quickly. Among the prophets of Baal, I saw a repulsive thing. They prophesied by Baal and lead my people astray. Yes. Then, if you look at chapter 23, verse 16, it tells you about what they say. It says, this is what the Lord says, Almighty. Do not listen to what the prophets say, or the prophets are prophesying to you. A Christian must not listen to a false prophet. Don't try it. They will lead you astray. Anybody who tells you that, ah, there's a witch in your house. That doesn't mean there's no witch in your house. If there's a witch in my house, I don't want to know. Hello? Why is it that you are seeing witch? Why don't you see the angel in my house? I don't want to know witch in my house. I, I want to love the witch of my house. Okay? 
Let me say this to you. If you are married to a husband, I will use man now because women are always been using a scapegoat. I won't accept that. Your husband suddenly came and said that I am the one that has been destroying you. I'm, I'm the one who, who, who broke your leg at this time that your leg broke. Really, I'm the one who did that. I began to, this time you give back to me, I'm the one who ate ate him and I I donated him. And you are hearing your husband, your beloved husband, who really loves you, the man who took care of you. You go to to dinner together, you go on cruise together. He, He tells you all the time, I love you, I love you, I love you. He's not telling you that. What will you do? You kick him out of the house. You know what women will do is that they will start crying and praying. Am I lying? But if it is a woman who said that, the man say, Ewo, you are, you are already out of this house. So you are the one behind all this trouble. You are already out of this house. If it's a man, don't understand me. That's what they are. But women, they have a part of God that is compassionate. Okay? What are we thinking? Don't let people know this now. Lord, help me. Help me. What will I do with my, my oil's child? They will do everything to make that child free. That is a Christian. Because you separate your, your child from the witch. Send the witch away, take your child. Send the witch away, take your husband. Send the witch away, take your wife. After all, you claim to be a child of God. They use the God in you to cast the devil out. It shouldn't cause you trouble. So therefore, if a prophet comes and says that your wife is a witch, tell him that including your own too. They are both witches. I ask him that, is your wife beautiful? Say yes, she's mommy water. <laughs> it's mommy water. Don't listen to false prophets. What about Christians? Prophetic of God, build up, encourage, and what? Establish. That's prophecy. Okay? False prophets speak by Baal. And they lead you astray. The Bible says, do not listen to what they say. They fill you with false hope. They speak visions from their own mind. Did you see that? That vision, I read to you from Daniel, that vision came from God to the mind of Daniel. But here it says that vision, Satan put it in the mind of man. False prophet read vision from their own Mind. So, uh, demons communicate with human mind, prophecies and visions and stuff like that. But not to those who are solid in God. They speak visions from their own mind, not from the mouth of the Lord. So, if you mention mouth of the Lord here, no wonder the Bible says, what has not entered any air. God speaks with his mouth. Jesus says, Holy Spirit will tell you what belongs to him and what is yet to come. To tell means he has mouth. And if you can understand word of mouth, it's through your air. Not this one, but the air inside, which is your spirit air. So, the scripture Pastor Tayo was reading to you before I came in, close up with that. He said, Paul was saying here, Daniel, oh sorry. Second Peter chapter 1, isn't it? <coughs> In verse 19, 
It says that we have the word of prophets made more certain. And you will do well to pay attention to what? To it. When prophecy comes out, pay attention. Pay attention to it. Run with it. Either it comes from you to you, or it comes from someone else to you. But when prophecy comes out from somebody else, wait. You know, a good number of you send me texts about you had this vision, you had this dream during this time. You know, I didn't call you out to come and share it. Okay? The first question I will ask is that what's the meaning of what you are saying? For you to come and tell church that I saw a vision, it's not just telling stories. What does it what does it mean? And you mustn't tell me what it means unless an angel told you this is the meaning. Okay? That's why I didn't let you share it. Because it's not a... When you share vision with people, it's not cock and bull stories. I saw this. I saw this. I saw this. If that's what you saw, keep it to yourself. The Bible says so. If, it, if, if a prophet had a dream, you should keep it. But if you say... God told me this about Pastor Tyler. Yes. That he will do this for him at this time. Oh, oh, Pastor Tyler is, God showed me that he's planning to, to get this, whatever. Let me give an example. He has a, con- he sits on a contract and that contract has been having problems. He's seen a man next week who will decide over the contract. Yes. You know, that one cannot be, maybe or may not be. Next week is not in the future. He will. Next week has this. If you saw a thing like that, and then you say, God said that Pastor Tyler should fast one day before that meeting. Because God will do this. Or there is a man in that meeting. He will wear a blue jacket. Look for him. God will use him to give you the result. Then Pastor Tyler now. Oh, yes. Are you having a meeting next week? Yes. Are you having a problem with your contract? He said, yes. Aha. Okay, the first thing you have to do for one day. Because we have established what you saw, which nobody told you. And he's really going to see the man. And Pastor Tower, listen to what God has said. You will meet a man who will wear blue suits. If he gets there, we will see that man. The moment he sighed the man, the spirit in him will connect and witness that that's the man. And what the one who has the prophecy said, that that man will say X, Y, Z. When Pastor Tyler gets there, that's all what the man will say. Okay? It is possible that God will want Pastor Tyler to fast just for a day because the man had been marked by the enemy to use against him. And that prayer and fasting will deal with that. God does that. Because he's in the kingdom of men. But you understand the template I'm giving you. If you have a dream or you have a vision and it's full of stories, keep it. Did I tell you stories? Have I told you stories before? No. If I tell you, October, this will happen, mark it. Don't believe it. It will happen. I told you what will happen to the Prime Minister in the month of May. I said to you that May will be opposed in the month of May. Okay? And we should pray that there will be an attempt to remove him. The first of May, it was on BBC. As some people are attempting to remove, they use the word the prophet said to remove Theresa May. And then some people came against her in her cabinet. But because you and I prayed, of course, God quelled it. That is the prophecy you can tell people. 
Do you understand me now? So because, is there anyone here who don't dream? Raise your hand if you have never dreamt. The whole, for the past seven days, you didn't dream at all. Maybe you forgot you dreamt. So, if all of us have to say our dreams, we will only be having one week or one month telling our dream for seven hours each day. Because everybody have a dream. So, distinction between prophecy is that it builds up, encourages, and establishes. And prophecy is detailed when you have an open vision. In that vision, you can ask questions to the one who will show you the vision. Now, help me. Let me help you understand this one now. Pastor read to you, and we have the word of the prophet made more certain. And he says, what about you? You do well to what? Pay attention to make sure it is God speaking. And then he says, if you pay attention to it, as to a light shining in the dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Let it be your anchor, the prophecy you have received in the past, to take you through the times of your storms of life. Okay? You have received prophecy in the past. Everything happening to you is different to what God said. So you hold that prophecy. It is the light shining in darkness. A little light you are seeing. Too much darkness. But let it be your anchor. And focus on it so that you ignore all the terrible things happening around you. And you keep thanking God, focusing on that, you will break through into the light. That's what the Bible is saying. Prophetic, when you hold on it, you, it causes you to break through. Somebody asked a question, you know, the person not a member of this church asked from television, from internet, that, you know, somebody had a uh, prophecy that the mother, her, his mother would die, her mother would die, and he or she prayed. And the man said, pray that your mother will not die because your mother will die. And he, that person prayed for the mother not to die, but the mother died. And the person said to me that, but he's very convinced that uh, he prayed for the mother not to die because prophecy said he would not die and the mother died. And he says that, is the prophecy not wrong? Or is, um, he said, he said, he said, if you, if I, said that they should not believe in uh, bad prophecy I was talking about, that people tra- threaten you with prophecy. I said, how do you put that? Now, he said that, but, or is it that her own prayer was not answered? Let me tell you this. Every prayer, God answers it. But he doesn't do every prayer. He doesn't do every prayer. If the time of your mother is finished, as written in the book of days, and you are praying, and God knows that, this woman shouldn't leave. It's better for me to call this woman so that I won't miss heaven. And you are selfish. You see one her presence. God will prevail over you. He will take her. That's the reason why every believer must be ready anytime to go home. Okay. I've told you if I die, if you cry, I will get up and slap you. And I go back and die. I will go back and I die. <laughs> yes. Anytime I die, you mustn't cry. Now, listen to me. Because you must be very, very careful to understand this. That not every prayer we pray to God is in line with God's will. But because God will not do it, doesn't mean you don't believe Him. You will still believe Him. If He doesn't do it yet, God has right of choice. Oh, I'm praying for that job. It must be mine, it must be mine, it must be mine, it must be mine. You pass the first day, second day, third day, final day, they said that, sorry, we saw somebody else better. Or they didn't tell you why, they give it to somebody else. That doesn't stop your prayer. 
You must believe God to the place where God will now bring the one he's saying. That's the way God is. Because you two, you are like that. Isn't it? You are looking at me like that. Look at what he says there for. Hold the prophecy as anchor. Because you had a word of faith and you believe it is God, it may not be God too. Sometimes we speak by faith, but not by God. Alright? Let me give you an example of that very quickly. I think I've extended your five minutes to 15 minutes. Now, let me give you this scenario. Somebody saw a man in the church, a vision that he was wedding with this man. Okay? You know that as far as that person is concerned, it's God who gave it. That is God showing it. But the moment after that vision, the man and her came close by one way or the other association in church. Okay? And so she continued to now thank God for that man. Okay? So all her heart is in. If God showed me on the dream, or if I had a dream that this is my husband and we are distanced, and after the dream, Something happened, we became close. And the man is always talking with me, taking care, showing care for me, you know, not like caressing or whatever, but, you know, we, we communicate and all stuff like that. And she continued to believe that that is the person. On two occasions, people have come to me, and the person that they are talking about have just come to me to show me the person he will marry. You don't understand what I'm saying? Like somebody came to me and said that, Apostle, I, had, I have seen my husband, okay? Has God shown my husband to you? I said, I'm not the one marrying. How will God show your husband to me? Because God showed me my own wife. He didn't show me somebody else's wife. And he said, no, no, Apostle, you should pray. You should, you should see. You should hear God. I mean, we expect that you hear God. I didn't hear for my daughter. I didn't hear for my sons. When people came to my daughter, I first, even when God speaks to me, I ask her, you go and pray. I won't tell her anything. Go and pray first. When she prays and she hears, and she comes back and says, what did you hear? Two weeks, she'll come back to me, or less. This is what God told me, and I said that, yes, uh, this, this, the, the child of uh, Asha will be like Asha. The <laughs> you don't understand what I just said. I said, um, um, a, a lion cub. If a lion gives back to a cub, he gives back to a lion. Like a lion gives back to a lion. I said that, yes, I have heard God the first day you are talking to me. And I wanted you to hear God too. There was a time somebody came to her. And physically everything looks okay. In every ramification. But God showed her that it's not. And when she came back to me and said, God says it's not. And then the Lord showed me the man standing before me. I said, now I can see the man. Do you understand? So, if I do that to my own daughter, someone else said to me that you should have seen my husband. I said, no, it doesn't work so. God don't show because he wants me to see. So I said, tell me the person. He said, no, apostle, you can inquire by the spirit. I said, no, I don't inquire. The only thing I can do now is to go home and eat my, my wife's food. I'm no more in the business of wife. You tell me the person you saw. I said, if you tell me the person you saw, I can tell you the facts that I know about the person. Not by the Spirit. Because you don't marry by faith. <coughs> you marry by sight. So, in this case, the person said, after pressure, this is the person. How? He told me all the dreams. All, everything looks like God's giving vision. 
But I said, no, 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 this person just brought the person they were married to me last week. And the other person dropped. See, the mistake that she made is this. Not every dream is from God. Every prophecy you receive, if the prophecy did not happen, then it came from your mind. You know, when prophecy comes from human mind, you will feel very strong about it. But should that stop you from saying what is in your mind? No. Say it. Say it. But be innocent. That's why when Paul is speaking, he said, not the Lord, but I. And they wrote it in the Bible. He said, after talking to God, he said, now, not I, but the Lord. And when he says, not I, but the Lord, it is written in the Bible. That this one I'm telling you is what God has written. But the other one I'm telling you, I'm talking to you as a human being. That is where he talked about divorce. As a human being, not God said. He said, as for divorce, if a man is married to a woman, and that man cannot live in peace, an ungodly man can't live in peace with the woman, he said, he should separate. He said, not, uh, not the Lord, but I. And he says that, if there is violence in the marriage, he said they should separate. He said, but if the unbelieving partner decides to go, the child of God is not bound, he can remarry. And after saying that, then he now said, but now the Lord. But you see, what Paul wrote in the Bible, which he says, not the Lord, but I, it is God's command. Because the Bible is infallible. Why would God allow that to be written? It's because it is God's own decree that he has put in the mind of Paul to speak. But that height of understanding, you develop your soul to it. Yeah, when God is giving you a little prophecy now, now he's giving you some carrots, you begin to have dreams now, you have to have visions now, you begin to have uh, understanding now. So what do you do? Woo God the more. And I've shown you how to woo him throughout this week. Look, none of you should go for holiday when you have Holy Ghost Convention, no. Because God too will go for holiday for you. Yes. Are you with me now? Yes, sir. What God will give to those who count him worthy to come into the meeting, you will never get it. Because you know this beginning of the year. You can choose and pick where you go for a holiday. So if when God is meeting you in convocation, you choose to go for a holiday, you personally excommunicate yourself from all the blessings, God will never give you one spite of it. Because others two can go for holiday at the same time. Then nobody will be here to hear God. So I'm saying, helping you understand, how do you treat God so that you can develop this acumen? You've gotten the grace now, you know, but you have to develop it. Paul said to Timothy, fan to flame what's the gift that you have received. So, whatever the case may be, thank God for that scripture. Verse 20, if there is one. Above all, you must what? That's... Stop. I heard a theologian told me that that is talking about this scripture. He doesn't understand what they call dictum in law. A pronunciation of the Supreme Court that is binding in common law system upon every case that follows thereof. The case may not be the same fact. But the same principle will apply if an inference can be drawn from that new case into the old case. 
God speaks about prophecy here. But in this case, in application to the Bible, but that remains for prophecy to man. Man don't eat belly full and say, I want to prophesy. Hear the word of the Lord. He will speak from his own mind. God won't speak. Prophecy does not have its origin because a man is full of joy. Or you give a fat offering and the man says, wow, something rose in my belly. After you give me a fat offering, I began to prophesy to you. It's just rattling. Prophecy does not have its root in man. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy is, and that is the word that qualifies this, that it is all prophecies. It says no prophecy, all right? Of the scripture, in this case, an application to the scriptures, have its roots, came by, the, by the prophet's own interpretation. So when somebody says, I have a dream, you can't just interpret it. You saw Daniel, he went back to the dream, to the one who gave the dream, and the one who gave the dream showed him the dream and showed him the interpretation. When you see the prophet of old and he sees him, but they ask, what is this? And then in that revelation, they will tell them, for this that you see, you may see oranges, it may not mean harvest. Okay? Ripe oranges. People say, I saw a field of banana, harvest is coming. It may not mean harvest, it may be farming. Go and read the dreams of, of um, Joseph. Cow doesn't mean plenty. Yes? Uh, but one is slim, one is fat. How do you know whether there is going to be a plague killing cows? So, you must not interpret prophecy. You must go to God who gave the prophecy to interpret prophecy. And that is when prophecy is mystery, that you don't understand it. I saw this, Lord, I don't understand. Then keep on praying until God will tell you the meaning. And when God tells you the meaning, the same format, then come and say it. See, that's why I was saying that. I receive prophecies from some of your visions or so, but they are not applicable to us. It doesn't concern us because I didn't see any application of those things to us. But if you have such prophecy, go back and pray and ask God for more in your own life so that you have detail. So that prophecy must not leave you with doubts. Maybe, may not be. I think, I don't think it shouldn't happen. Because when God told you in this house, on, the, on next week Friday, on next week Monday, the stock exchange of the world will collapse. I give you the date. And I say Friday, sell your stock. Friday, those who believe it, sold their stock. Those who do not, or those who are still trying to Miranda, by Monday, on the date God said exactly, the whole globe came down. That is prophecy. So, if God says that stock exchange will be coming down, it is prophecy, but when? So we have to now work on when, Lord, when? So that we can prepare ourselves, when? But if we seek God, when, 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 when? He will reveal to us. But if we keep quiet, we don't seek Him. That's what many of us do. We eat too much, we are too lazy. But today, God destroys our laziness. Amen. Including myself. Amen. Because I want to know many more things, but I'm very lazy sometimes. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just don't bother, you know. <laughs> Unless God bother me well. If God bothered me well and he concerns me, says, bah, 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 I, will, I will ask God to tell, 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 tell. But if it doesn't affect me, let, let, life, let life keep going. And let God be taking care of the unknown. That's my own policy. So that the prophecies I received, I didn't, I didn't expect it. He just spoke. Hmm? 
But if I have to now ask God for something, I will. I told you something in the morning, and let me help you understand that. The frame of mind that you and I should have is what has been explained to you. When I'm talking to you about academics, don't pray to God. Tell me what you know. Okay? I want to study. I want to go into banking or into finance. That's what I want to do. Don't so I go and seek God about it. Don't seek God. Tell me what you know about finance. If you don't know, tell me I don't know. You get what I'm saying now? So I will go to those who know. But when you are talking to me about problems, it's different. I can't tell you academics. Because there is nobody academic that can solve problem. You are telling me about problem. What should I do? I start praying. You see the difference? So if you are discussing with people and you are seeing that the people are having issues... As a Christian, whether your knowledge has an understanding, but you know that, ah, this is beyond human knowledge, what should you do? As you are hearing, you are praying, seeking God, that Lord, what is going on here? What's the solution, Lord? Please tell me, Lord. Please tell me, Lord. If you have such frame of mind, God will always tell you the, pro- the solution to human problems. That is where you can see vision. The person doesn't know you are praying as you are hearing him. Even if you don't hear after he finishes speaking, but you carry that body that, no, 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 this cannot be for my brother. And you went to without telling him or my sister, and you, you need and say, Lord, look, look at what your, your child just told me. Please, please, Lord, do something about this. Lord, do something about this. And you keep on praying, and it becomes your own burden. That is a frame of mind that God speaks to. And God will show you vision, and God will show you revelation, and give you direction for other people. And in God, once you have done it for one person, and it works, you are broken into it. Anytime people come to you, that's your frame of mind. You will, not, you will not need to fast and pray anymore. You just see. You just hear. And you just know. That is the frame of mind that you should now adopt. Instead of blaming people for their failure, look for how you can get them out of that failure. And if you have such a mindset, then you can enter into the just stream of revelations and prophecies. Any question before we go? Do you have any question? Let me